I'm going to apologize in advance, Robin and Nick, because we're at a park, and anytime television people show up at a park to shoot a story, it turns out it's lawn mowing day. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I don't know if people will hear it in the background, but we've been sitting here for probably 10 minutes waiting for people to stop mowing the lawn. And I think they're going in circles watching us at this point. <laughs> but we at least we're getting the wind blown. I know, I know. We've got that going for us. We've got that for sure. Um, but thanks for giving us a couple of minutes today. We sure appreciate it. It's nice to get to catch up with you guys before you head out to Tokyo. Oh, it's great to catch yeah, up with you. Thank you. Well, thank I you for having us. I feel like we've been, you know, talking to you guys now for the last year and a half. Um, we've all survived a pandemic. <laughs> and we're looking ahead to the Tokyo Olympics. And the really awesome news that we have is that you guys are both going to the Olympics and you get to go together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's super exciting. You know, it was a real cliffhanger to uh, <laughs> to find out for me and, and trying to celebrate for Robin in those uh, couple days, you know, week yeah, <laughs> before that, I found out. And that is exactly <laughs> what we're going to talk about. We'll do that right after this. Olympians, they're just different. Sure, they're fitter and faster, but they're mentally different too. Because when the body breaks down, the Olympic mindset takes over. And this year, with the first ever delayed Olympics, that mindset is more important than ever. My name is Deirdre Fitzpatrick, and I have covered the last 10 Olympics for Hearst Television. 20 years of studying and, well, obsessing about how Olympians do life. These are the stories of how Team USA's athletes get to the top of a podium and how you can get some Olympic edge in your life coming out of one of the most challenging years ever for all of us. This is Dying to Ask, The Road to Tokyo. All right, so let's catch up because we had talked to you guys a couple months ago where um, the three of us were talking about, let's get our vaccines. <laughs> we're looking ahead. We think there's going to be Olympics. We're not so sure. So let's talk about the last couple of months. You guys had the Olympic uh, race walking trials. And Robin, you had a great day and got your Olympic birth no problem. Nick, you had a question mark. <laughs> so let's go back. First of all, Robin, we'll start with you. What was it like to go to the trials? Uh, wow. Um, <laughs> The night before, <laughs> I was pretty nervous because um, just every Olympic year it seemed like something would come up. So I was just waiting for what is it? Like, okay, I got, I made it to a the pandemic day was trial. a big one. Well, the pandemic was the huge one. Right. You know, now now it's the day before the race day. I'm not injured for the first time. I'm not sick. So it was just like, okay, what could go? Like, what could happen? Like, what what's gonna go on before between 8 p.m and the 7 a.m. start, you know, like that's, that's going to stop this or whatever. So I would have gotten into bed, wrapped myself in bubble wrap and just closed my eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we stayed distant. Like we ordered in. We would, like the restaurant there had this great salmon dish that I would get every night and we just eat it inside our room. And we both had separate rooms um, and I'd go to bed early each night. But um, that night, my one of my mentors came and dropped off a card, which was like perfect timing. So I was just starting to like just have this little like pre-race nerves and but I kept seeing these push notifications coming in of people just you know from high school and college and just coming out of the woodworks just wishing like well wishes and you've got this and you're strong and I, I'm you know I tried to put that aside so yeah that I was just gonna ask you sidebar is that helpful or is that a lot it was incredibly helpful like oh, I didn't I didn't go on, like I, I put up a, like, hey, I'm just like, separating myself from social media, but I just wanted to put a thank you out there for everyone. Um, but I would see some of the pushes come in and some of them just, a few of them just really stuck out and became mantras for me and, nice. and really helped me. And um, 
And then another longtime mentor of mine had sent me a uh, YouTube of the 1996 Olympics theme song, <laughs> Higher, and told me to listen to it right before I go to bed. And I did. I followed instructions, listened to it, and just broke down in like tears of gratitude of just all these memories and all the hardships, everything. Um, and just like it was kind of like an emotional, like, yes. just moment for me, like spiritual moment, like where like I'm just like filled with gratitude and then use that as my fuel for the next day. And then the next day it was just like business as usual. I got up and um, got ready. <laughs> Put my little sparkles on. Yep. And <laughs> sparkled up. <laughs> sparkled up and just felt like any other day. Uh, and it was a great day. And it was a good day. Yeah. Um, it was. Yeah, she actually had the, the largest margin of victory ever at the Women's <laughs> Olympic Trials for the 20K race walk. So, well, she does underplay things a little bit. Yeah, I mean, so, it was so, a great day. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> um, she, she definitely showcased she was the best on the day, and that was, that was, uh, was super solid. Like Super awesome. Well, that was great. Okay, so now, Nick, we get to you, because this, this, this is where the cliffhanger part comes in. You also had a good day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I had an okay day, <laughs> so, so I won. That, that was the good part. But uh, um, like I was telling some other people, you know, like going into the race, I have this whole world ranking system, so you can you can boil down the math and you know exactly what you need to do. And uh, if people watch World Cup or like play, you know, watch baseball or football, like the last few games of the season, when you know you need like the Giants. Yeah, I'm a Padres fan, so mm -hmm. when you need the Giants to lose like two games right? <laughs> and the Dodgers to, you know, get beat by the Cincinnati Reds or something like that, so the Padres can, you know, you know, move two games up in the playoffs because they, they didn't win enough games earlier or something, you know, that, that was kind of the position I was in uh, after the race because I, I didn't hit that mathematical, uh, you know, qualifying mark that I needed. I love that you have now drawn some similarities between baseball and race walking. Yeah, Because yeah. you, know, you know what it is? Sports is numbers. Yes. Yeah, sport, sports is math. Exactly. So, you know, that, that's what I was trying to say. Like, same thing in World Cup when you need, like, yep. your team to score, like, three goals because the point differential will allow them to advance to, like, out of the rounds or whatever. So, like, uh, you know, that was, that was kind of the situation I put myself in because it was a hot day. It wasn't it wasn't the best day to do like a, you know, a time trial type performance. Yeah. And I found that out pretty early on in the race. I made it about 8K or so, and it was just like, yeah. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't, uh, wasn't working for me. I so then, uh, showed, though, in everyone's. yeah, yes. yeah. So like there were like Robin, Robin had one of the strongest results of the meet. And there's like a couple other people, uh, Selena and then like, like one of the guys who, you know, they just, they were right around what their expectations were. So. You know they race. They race great races, and they just they showed they showed that they were great on that day. Um, the rest of us, we uh, we kind of bombed out like where we thought we could be at. But yeah, so like I got to the end, and I was like, I crossed the finish line, and the only the only joyful thing was I was <laughs> I was taking so long to laugh, Robin, that <laughs> that uh, uh, you know I was coming up, and then I like I was telling I was joking with her. Uh, you know, behind me, I just start hearing this like little pitter patter, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah, I'd passed her already. And then we're coming around the turn. We got about 150 meters left, and then I think she just puts on like her little like rocket boosters and just starts to <laughs> zoom past me, like beat me to my finish line. <laughs> so, so, so I'm like, oh, okay, well this is kind of cool. So like, you know, I try to even out the pace a bit, and then right. um, 
And it's like, well, we'll cross the finish line together. And then I see her and she's like, she's racing me to it. Like, she even, she even leans. <laughs> so she, you know, she ducks down. Like, I'm, I'm just cracking up. Maybe I'm, you need to sparkle up. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm More laughing. And, and I've got a big smile on my face in the finish. Because I'm just, I'm seeing this unfold with, yeah. with, with his little, like, little speed demon, like, <laughs> scuttling so along to the finish line. And then if you look at the finish photos, watch her finish. <laughs> And then watch her finish at my finish. <laughs> and the, the, the difference in, in her face and excitement is like, you would have thought she won a lap earlier. Wow. <laughs> so uh, that you was really cool. I thought I didn't win with my finish. Yeah. <laughs> so so funny. Yeah. So it's funny because like Dami and I had a text chain going that day <laughs> with uh, Michelle Dapper, our sports anchor reporter. <laughs> and so we were trying to figure out, I'm like, he said, are they in or are they out? And it was really kind of confusing to try to figure it out. Now, Robin, we found out pretty quickly. He's fine. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to text these guys. I got to ask because I'm, I'm not sure. And I want to make sure we get this right. So, Robin, we knew that you had your Olympic birth pretty early on. But then, Nick, you, were, you had a question mark. And this is where the cliffhanger comes in. Because the top 60 in the world go to the Olympics. You were ranked what number coming out of that? So, I finished... Going in, I was 64, and then there were a couple people who were doing the 50K that were withdrawing, and it just hadn't reflected yet, so uh, I thought I'd be like 61. And then there was a race that happened the same weekend in Belarus, and I had no clue how that race was uh, how that race was ranked, like for points and scaling and everything, or if they had the proper judges, and, and it ended up they didn't, so the race didn't count. So I didn't know I was either going to get bumped back a spot, or I was going to stay where I was at. And then there were a couple other like things that we didn't know about where like there's there's some athletes that hadn't withdrawn yet because their federation wasn't following like the procedures correctly. Mm -hmm. And then there were a couple, you know, there's another athlete who had like a doping suspension that is still on the list right now. So, you know, there, there were like a, a few different things going on where like I was pretty confident I was going to be in the top 60, but you know, until you see that number, like, like we went through team processing and you know, our, our, uh, her liaison was like, hey, you know, unless you're not on this list, you know, she called me on Jan July 1st. That's when the deadline was. And she called me and she said, hey, it doesn't look good. You know, you're 61 uh, right now, you know, 60 go. So I don't think you're going to make it. Oh, and then I was doing some more research. I, <laughs> I called one of the coaches. I was asking like, like, uh, hey, you know, you got this athlete in your country. Like, like, is he going? Is he not going? Like, like, what's the deal? And then, and then they told me, no, no, he should be removed. Like, like this is, uh, you know, this is this is how this would be. And it, it I, was... I think it's, like, hilarious <laughs> that it comes down to you calling a coach in another country saying, is your guy going so I can find out if I'm going? Yeah, and be yeah. like, this is crazy. Oh, yeah. On it. Yeah, so it was it was just, like, and, you know, there <laughs> were a lot of other athletes, everything. you know, that, that had contacted me internationally. Like, a lot of people I train with and stuff. And, and they were, you know, they were doing stuff for me, not only me, but there were some other athletes. There's an athlete in Ecuador who was mm -hmm. like, he was also 61, and he was waiting for this, like, decision out of this other country, and it was like... Just uh, for the same reason, because yeah. that federation hadn't removed. <laughs> yeah, so, like, we were joking around, because it was, you know, July 4th, and, and the athlete that was kind of holding us back was a British athlete. It's like, things never change. Ruining our 4th of July, you know? <laughs> so, uh, uh, then July 5th came along, and then... Uh, you know, I looked at the list, I saw a 60th, and then I got a call like, you know, 30 minutes later, and then Robin woke up. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh, my excitement, you would have thought like, I got the call, because when I got the call, it was, oh yay, 
And that was it, because like I was excited, but it was like, I mean, this is, it's still yeah. not confirmed. And I pick up on energies and stuff. Absolutely. So then it was like, oh, yay. But then when he, when I woke up, he's like, Robin, I'm in. I'm like, you're what? I'm like, I'm in. I'm like, you're in. Yeah. Oh my God! Like I jump up, I run to my mom's room. You know, like I'm telling her, I'm like calling my best friend, and I'm telling him, you gotta tell right. your mom first. Well, when you had filled me in on the, you know, this confusion and then the doping questions with some of these other athletes, one of the questions I got from people in our newsroom was like, there's doping and race walking? I'm like, heck yeah, there is, in every sport. And you know, it's interesting, we've heard a lot in the last couple of weeks, I think the whole Shakari Richardson situation really opened a lot of questions for people about like, what's okay, what's not okay? Like, what are the different rules? And you know, it's interesting, you know, how all these things play out, but like, especially in this Olympics, rules are followed. And this is one that, at least for you, worked in your favor. Yeah, you know, you know and, and there was a lot of stuff that was kind of like, you know, there's still stuff that's unresolved that like, mm -hmm. you know, may be denied another the athlete, you know, a spot yeah. behind me, a spot, one, one you know, so like, like that's, uh, um, you know, that's that's really disappointing with, you know, just the whole doping situation. but. But as far as me, like, I think Robin was more excited than I was at first because I was just so mentally tired. I didn't sleep for, like, five days. It must have been exhausting. You know, I was looking because the list updates, like, at 3 a.m. Neither of us were sleeping. I'm up at that hour for work. You should have had me here. Yeah. You guys could have slept through it. I could have checked it. Well, like, yeah, it's know. not the same, though. You know, you got to do it, right? <laughs> so, yeah, so I was, I was watching it, and it was, it was like, man, I was just so tired. And then, like, like she said, I Ah, man, you know, and then, oh, so <laughs> then she, she's jumping around like everything. Is, <laughs> we're so happy yeah. for you. So let me ask you, like, to be able to go do this after the year you've had, I mean, you guys were each other's, like, system. Um, you know, you've talked in previous podcasts about how you, like, you really isolated from the world and were around <laughs> each other the entire time. So to be able to go do this adventure together, I mean, how meaningful? It's, it's pretty magical. I don't know. It's like a... <laughs> it's... It's hard to put words yeah. to it, you know, like it's, uh, it, it you, I, I guess the best way to describe it was when, you know, I wasn't sure if I was going and then it was like, like, uh, seeing, like she wasn't as excited and then like, like how excited she was when I was going, like, <laughs> like, like that was, uh, you know, like it, it's just, yeah, you can't really describe it like, like, and, and just being able to like try, try and try and stay as, as positive as possible in, in the face of not being able to go because it was like uh, uh, you know it was, it was a very undecided like week of, of what was happening and it was like just to, to see you know kind of kind of see it all come to fruition I think was yeah something it was like you know everybody was saying you know you made it but because we're a team <laughs> it was I still didn't feel like I made it because the I is a we and then you know we hadn't had that set yet so it's still like well no I mean I, I made it but I but I didn't make it because we haven't made it yet you know yeah. like and then as soon as we got that confirmation because we knew I knew he made it I knew on the list he was in the top six or 60 before that July 1 deadline I knew it it just wasn't showing because of like legal things and you know the other federation and the main one was the the one on the doping suspension since 2019 just remaining on that list yeah. and if that one was removed he would have been on it before so it's just like I know he's in it's just waiting for 
everyone else to kind of catch up catch up and show <laughs> yeah. it and then like then it felt like real so are you excited now what happens here for the next couple of weeks because it is kind of strange i mean normally you'd be heading out like already um at a normal olympics and instead athletes are kind of staggered you go in with you know the minimal amount of time before your competition you're out within about 48 hours afterward what is the schedule going to be like for you because your your events are later in the games uh. Yeah, the biggest thing is uh, getting to the start line, getting on the plane, and then getting to the start line. <laughs> so um, we have, you know, a 96-hour COVID test we have to do. Then we have to we have to do a couple COVID tests right before we get on the plane. We have to start logging like our temperatures and stuff every day, and uh, you know, just yeah. So just um, getting getting being allowed to be on the plane and then getting through customs. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, you know, that's gonna be the biggest feat. The biggest, the biggest feat. Like, like a lot of people have been saying, like, what does it feel like? You know, what's, you know, how is it? So, you know, honestly, until I'm there, until I'm like on the start line, like I think until we're on the start line, you know, and actually like in the race, I think in the race it might hit us. Yeah. Because uh, it's so stressful to that point. It's like trying to make sure we don't get, you know, if, if you get a positive result, you you can't get on the plane. You can't yeah. go. You know, like if, if you have a contact trace in the village, which I think is unlikely, but if you do, you know, you're out, you know, like, like you're quarantined for the rest of the time and like you might not make it to the race. So that, that's, that's what's going on through our heads. It's just like, can we get to the start line? Yeah. <laughs> Cause now we made it. It's kind it, of but... the same feeling. I, I feel that like a, an assimilation of how I was feeling going into trials. Where it's like, I just right. need to get to the start line. And then once the gun goes off, then then everything yeah. roll from there. You're close. You're yeah. close. Okay, so what's a good way for people to keep up with you guys for the next couple of weeks? Uh, I'm at Robin Design on um, Twitter and Instagram, and um, I'm a uh, Nick S Christy on uh, Instagram. Very creative. I was gonna say it's been a year. I hope yeah. you can remember this Instagram. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think we had the same conversation last year. What's yeah. my Instagram again? Yeah. And, and I'm newly verified on Twitter. Oh well, yeah, very Nick nice. Yeah. Christy 89. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I did not know I was with such fancy people today. That's all right. No, 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 not people per se. No, per se. I'm, I'm not. I'm not verified. Yeah, well, we're joking because clearly uh, he knows people. So hopefully it's coming for you this too. This one, a uh, Swedish walker that that uh, we train with sometimes he's he's really jealous because he saw I got verified but he's he's still not verified but he'll be going he'll be going he's after never, the medal actually so yeah he's a medal contender <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you got so, the check mark but I got the check mark <laughs> just, re just remind him of yeah. that well hey best of luck to you guys and we'll be following you um, from Sacramento this time round but we'll be you know following you along the whole way and the best way for people to keep up with our Olympic coverage if you want to ask a question or reach out you can find me on Instagram and my Instagram name is at run read sip. So thank you for meeting up with us. I mean, I, I, I don't know that I've ever met up with Olympians so close to an Olympics, but that shows you what a weird year this is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're really excited for you and so happy that you get to go together. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you.